This movie came out over the summer and... Oh boy, The Man from Toronto. Um, I guess the one positive thing I might have to say for it is... It's a unique idea, I think. I don't think I've ever actually seen it played out in this capacity in a comedy setting off the top of my head. I can't think of any other real film this would kind of mesh with or almost be a, a retelling of the same kind of backbones of a story or a script. So it's got that going for it, to me at least. But other than that, I just... I find it really difficult, and I, I think I've expressed this on my TikTok channel. I think I may or may not have brought it up in entries I've done uh, in the past. I know I've done a couple of Kevin Hart films. I know for a fact I did Father, Fatherhood, which also came out about a year or so ago, and I had a lot of really positive things to say about that, but I know the number one negative thing I really have to say about anything that Kevin Hart does, anything, and I love Kevin Hart, but it's becoming a bit too much. It's becoming a little bit too much of the same shtick, and it, it it gets boring after a while. It gets almost like it it's expected, and then you see it, and it's, it's just a repeat. Like, it's repeating the, the same kind of style of comedy. And, yeah, maybe a lot of people have done that, but just because a lot of comedians have done that in their comedy movies doesn't mean it usually works. The only time I really ever see it sort of work is with Adam Sandler, because most of the time, even though the humor is relatively the same, it's usually dished out in a different kind of angle, and it's not overly done to the extent that at least I find it to be overbearing and stupid after a while. And I'm not sitting here and saying that Adam Sandler is better than Kevin Hart. By all means, I'm not. Pretty much everything Kevin Hart and The Rock do together, it, it's gold. Everything, everything that The Rock and Kevin Hart have done so far, Central Intelligence, Jumanji, knocked out of the park. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's the fact that it's Woody Harrelson and it doesn't really make sense with his character. But it's really not that for me. What it really is, it's that it's typical Kevin Hart comedy format that sometimes is still palatable. Like for Central Intelligence, or it's really overbearing, like with what this movie is. That's just my opinion, and it has nothing to really do with, I guess, Kevin Hart in and of itself. Because I do love Kevin Hart for who he is and what he's done, you know, in his body of work. But he's just getting typecasted in this in this vortex of it always has to be what his comedy is and he can never break out of it and it's getting a little bit and I think maybe that's the reason why I sort of accept it from a, from a comedian like Adam Sandler because he does break out of it more often than none like I feel like the only breakout thing Kevin Hart's done that isn't somewhat comedy orientated is fatherhood and fatherhood is still in my eyes, a tremendous role of Kevin Hart. Probably one of my favorite Kevin Hart movies whatsoever. And it's not a comedy. And it's not him being his comedy self. It's a completely different attitude. A completely different acting style. And he has the chops for that. And I feel like he has to step out and do more of that. You know, this, this film, and it's not just me. This film is widely criticized as not living up to expectations for a lot of people. 
it's got under fives all over the place, under 50% on IMDb. Metacritic doesn't have it. Like every aggregator out there is really not a fan of this film. And I'd have to agree. It's not great. It's not the it's not anything that's enjoyable that you would want to return to. All it really has going for itself is that it feels a little unique. It feels kind of So let me explain what I mean by unique. So essentially, there's this man. They call him the man for Toronto. He's like this the guy you call in when you can't get the job done. That guy is played by Woody Harrelson. He's only referred to as the man from Toronto. Kevin Hart is a dude who all he's trying to do is take his fiance on a nice trip out to like this cabin in the woods. What happens is the cabinet, the cabin numbers get mixed up. So Kevin Hart winds up going to the house that's supposed to be the house for the man of Toronto to show up. Now, the man from Toronto isn't really known by anybody. Nobody's ever met him. Nobody's ever seen him. The only people that know what he even looks like are people who hire him. So this group of guys, they've never seen him before, so they see Kevin Hart, and they're like, oh, here's the man from Toronto. Then the the, the cabin gets raided by the FBI, and they think they got the man from Toronto because he's like a really sought-after like top 10 criminals in, in the United States at this point. So they think it's Kevin Hart. The man from Toronto actually shows up, and he starts looking at everything and realizing okay, something's gone wrong, and now I have to investigate. So the man from Toronto is trying to figure out what Kevin Hart is trying to do, and when he figures out that it's just a dude making a mistake, he then realizes that he can sort of use him as a scapegoat, and he almost has no choice because anybody who is involved in that kind of already knows that he is the man from Toronto. So they go through this entire ordeal where he's trying to teach him how to be a little bit more tough and get get away with being this cold-blooded killer and all that and it's it's got some good parts of it in that respect but that very basis of the story to me a little unique it's not bad maybe it was the fact that it was Woody Harrelson maybe it was even the fact that it was Kevin Hart maybe changing any one of those two might have made the outcome of this film a little bit different or maybe just changing them both together But this also just feels to me like it's a missed opportunity for a fairly decent idea done in a very poor manner. It almost feels, oh, you know what it sort of reminds me of? Collateral with um, Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx. Very similar, but a drama, you know, but this like thriller, this suspense film that's kind of got you on the edge of your seat. You know, where he uses Jamie Foxx as this kind of scapegoat and he has him driving him around and telling him, you know, you, you're you going to wait here. I'm going to pay you more than you could ever imagine. And Collateral is a fantastic movie. Maybe a little bit correlated to this, but still very unique when it comes to that very basic form of the storyline that I've just kind of explained a little bit. But again, falling short because there's just... It's too much. Even Woody Harrelson. When Woody Harrelson does comedy, it's great. When Woody Harrelson does serious roles, it's great. He's trying to mix them both, and I don't think Woody Harrelson is the guy to mix the two of them that well. For me, at least. This has kind of shown me that Woody Harrelson, I don't think, has the ability to kind of mix this the, the seriousness and the comedy. It They almost have to be separate. You know, like him in True Detective, phenomenal. Him in Now You See Me, the the movie with the magicians where he plays a mentalist, phenomenal. 
him in this, eh, I, I just can't. I, I just, I can't really find too much that you could pull out of this that you could say that and d- doing anything differently would have made it better unless you w- worked from the ground up and rebuilt the foundation around the script and made it different people. I don't even know who you would get to do this unless you also did a revamp and maybe not make it a comedy. Maybe make it this sort of drama with some quirky like one-liners here and there. But a full-fledged comedy, it just it's it it's too it was too much of the comedy of so many other films that do other relatively unique storylines with the Kevin Hart-esque comedy better. To me, there's so many films that are Kevin Hart comedy that are way better than this one. Like The Ride Along, vastly better comedy action style film than what The Man from Toronto is. So I think they're still like trying to capture that. There's another one that's on my list of things I have to watch. Um, What's that one? I think it's called Die Hart with him and I think John Travolta. I have to watch that. Because I, I, you know, I'm a Kevin Hart fan and I'm also a movie fan, so I have to see it at some point. I just haven't yet because it's just it's just too much Kevin Hart sometimes. And it's too much that it draws me away sometimes. And I really need something else to sort of pull me in that gets me hooked. You know, there's nothing that really gets me hooked too much these days, at least, because it's really just this all the same kind of film style you know i don't know if he's coming out with anything else in the near future i hope he does and again i will you know put it out there and i will watch it because i am a kevin hart fan and i do give him the benefit of the doubt but sometimes i i have to say it how it is and he does not always do the greatest and he more often than none is starting to kind of slowly drift into, I just can't deal with it anymore. 